Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to this latest WWE NXT breakdown and review video. We've got so much to go through, so much that you need to know about. We found out the participants for the Iron Survivor Challenge match. Not only that, but we got some very interesting developments uh, with some major storylines as well. So let's get straight into it, shall we? Here you can see our first match, Roxanne Perez versus Indy Hartwell. And Roxanne Perez was able to get the victory. Fun little match. Uh, not bad. Wasn't that long, actually. Sometimes the first match can take up quite a bit of time. But uh, this one didn't really outstay its welcome. Uh, but it was fine. It was a pretty fun way to start the show. Then we went to uh, this Andre Chase Chase U segment. Uh, this is always great. I love these guys. Duke Hudson was saying, I let you down to Andre Chase because, of course, he kicked him in the face accidentally last week. Um, and he said, I've got a load of signatures from students who think that you should be in the Iron Survivor match. Um, this meant that Grayson Waller arrived and he basically said, look, can you still not see that Duke Hudson is playing you? Uh, and he was talking to Andre Chase. This obviously would lead towards Duke Hudson and Grayson Waller having a match later in the show. Then we got Dijak coming out and this was his entrance. Look how cool that is. Love that. Big, really strong, big Terminator vibes. He's got the shades on, the jacket. Love the kind of alleyway and the smoke. I think that looks really, really cool. I feel like we are about 85% of the way there. There's just a few bits. More so is promo. More so is match. Just a couple of bits that I would definitely tweak. But his entrance, his look, I think looks really, really cool. We are definitely on a better path. When it comes to Dijak, love the name as well, Dijak, just Dijak, nice and simple. Um, and as I said, that presentation for his entrance is amazing. Uh, he would get a victory, right? The things that I was talking about is that this for me was too competitive. Like he needed to go in there and just look like a monster. He just needed to look like an absolute killer. This was him in there against Dante Chan. And Dante Chan actually got a few bits of offense in, got a bit fired up at one point. Like, this for me just needed to be a squash. So that was something that I would like to see change. I'd like to see Dijak just really run through a load of people. And certainly someone like Dante Chan at this stage, he should be running through him. Then we got a promo. This promo was all right, but... To be honest, like some of it was just a bit waffly. Some of it was just lines that I, I don't know if they're meant to be quite impactful, but they weren't really that impactful. Like he said that he came back to inviscerate a soft society, which this doesn't really say anything, does it? And he said everyone will be brought to justice. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think that I would have liked for him to have come out and not said anything, really. I think I would have liked for him to have come out, destroyed Dante Chan, and then, um, you know, just said a name. Just like if he'd have just done that, destroyed Dante Chan and then called out his next victim, not said anything but a name and just like shouted it down the camera or something. I think that could have been so cool. 
But like, yeah, the match was a little bit more competitive than I wanted. This was a bit wordy, but yet still didn't really say anything. I do like him being here for justice. I like him being here for his justice. Like, I like that. I'm into that. So yeah, I feel like we're about 85% there. I feel like there's a few little tweaks. Nothing major in all fairness. Um, and we're we're definitely in a much better place than we were with T-Bar. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on the Dijak character at the moment. Then we went to JD. He was talking to Ivy Nile. Uh, and then the Creed brothers arrived. He was basically warning the Creeds about Indushia. Uh, we know that they're on a collision course. Um, so it's going to be Creeds against Indushia in the near future. And JD was just like having a word basically saying that it's a bad idea to go up against Indushia um, and they're like genetic freaks. And this somehow led to a match, but I must admit I sort of never picked up on how. We got JD later taking on Julius Creed. So summer out of this resulted in a match, but totally passed me by. So yeah, I don't know. This was um, a bit weird, to be honest. I, I wasn't crazy about this segment. But uh, as I said, it did lead to a match. Then we got to this. This was all the legends sat around a table having a discussion. And they were talking about who should go into the Iron Survivor match. Now, um, they spoke about Carmelo. They spoke about Tony D'Angelo. They spoke about JD McDonough. They spoke about Joe Gacy. They spoke about Von Wagner. They spoke about Grayson Waller. I really like this. The only thing I would say is that seeing them sitting around and talking about stuff that we know they've already decided. We know that they're aware as to who's going into this match. So seeing them sitting around and just really putting over the talent was cool. But it didn't really do much because I know this talent. I know who these people are. I've got my own opinions on these people. This, I think, is really good if you don't watch NXT. If you don't watch NXT and maybe you tuned in and you've got the legends like swooning about some of the current stars, that's a great way of being introduced to them. And it's a great way of like getting them over because, you know, they're talking about their favorites. And so if you're a fan of Alondra Blaze, if you're a fan of X-Pac, if you're a fan of Road Dog, if you're a fan of Molly Holly, if they're saying, I really like this person, you're going to sit up and take notice. So this definitely had benefits. This definitely was, you know, fun and worthwhile. But I, I, I don't know that I got loads from it personally, because obviously if you watch the show, you know these people, you've got your own opinions. Um, then we went to the match between Grayson and Duke. I've got this uh, image on screen because I don't know if Duke's been doing this for a while. If he has, it's totally passed me by. But he was getting beaten up by Grayson and he would start hulking up, like actually full-blown Hulk Hogan hulking up. And he would get to his feet and the bit where Hogan used to point at uh, his opponent and say, you, right, um, when he was on his feet and he was shaking his head and everything. Um, what, what G. Goodson did is he sort of did that, but instead of pointing, he put his hands up in the shape of a U for Chase You, which I just loved. I just thought that was so fun. I just really like that. Like everything about Chase You is really, really fun. Um, and I really love the hulking up and doing the you 
I thought that was really, really good. As I said, he could have been doing this for a while. He might have been doing this for a while and it's just completely passed me by. But I love that spot. I love that moment. Really caught my eye. And um, yeah, loved it. There was a bit of drama here because on the outside, Duke Hudson went for a big boot and he just stopped himself from kicking Thea Hale. Now, just as he was walking off, he said, don't worry, I can stop myself at any time like that. And she's like, oh, OK, 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 because he almost kicked her and she was panicked. But he was like, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I can stop myself at any time. Now, obviously, that's big, big thing for him to say, because last week we did see him kick Andre Chase in the face. Um, and of course, you know, he was apologizing for it earlier in the show. Uh, but Andre Chase was like, oh, don't worry. I know you didn't mean it. But he just heard Duke Hudson say, don't worry, I can stop myself at any time. Like, it's, I can stop myself. So, of course, now Andre Chase is thinking to himself, hang on, you can stop yourself at any time. But yet you kicked me in the face last week. I'm, I've got to tell you, I, I really like Duke Hudson being in Chase U. And I really don't want him to leave. And I think he's been a great addition to Chase U. So, like, I feel like this is building towards Duke Hudson and Andre Chase having a feud and having matches. But I don't want that. I want him to stay with Chase U. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the future is going to hold for all of this, but um, clearly some drama. And there's going to need to be some explaining between Duke Hudson and Andre Chase. This genuinely is one of my favorite stories going on in NXT at the moment. This is one of my favorite things full stop on NXT. And Thea Hale, as everyone knows, is also one of my favorite things on NXT. So lots of ticks, lots of positives, lots of uh, praise for this. Uh, but Duke would be rolled up, unfortunately, and he would end up losing the match. Then we went to, uh, this is Javier Bunnell. And uh, he was trying to do his comedy moment again. You might remember we gave praise for him having something to get his teeth into and trying his hand at a bit of comedy stuff. The only problem is it wasn't very funny. And unfortunately, this was exactly the same. Uh, this was uh, him spraying some of his big body cologne or BBC, as um, he was uh, calling it. And so he was spraying that around and uh, making jokes about his BBC. Um, there was some all right stuff here, in all fairness. Some of this stuff was all right, but the majority of it was not funny, and it was a little bit cringe. And I, I, I think his delivery is good. I like him and Mackenzie. I think they've got a good kind of chemistry, but the it needs to be funny. The content needs to be funny. And uh, this is just falling a little bit short at the moment for me. Then we went back to the ring. We got Fallon Henley taking on Kiana James. These two, of course, have been involved in a feud for a while. And uh, as you can see here, Kiana James getting the victory. She did throw, I think she had her handbag in the ring. And she sort of used that as a bit of a distraction. Fallon Henley went hard into the ring post. She ended up getting rolled up. So there was a bit of a distraction, but it wasn't really much of a distraction. And either way, Kiana James picking up a victory. Then we went uh, backstage and, of course, we saw the sweater getting destroyed. Um, so, of course, that was going to be setting up a match for later in the show with Von Wagner. 
So uh, no surprises there, because, of course, we saw that uh, play out last week. Uh, then we went back and we saw a, another segment. This time they were talking about the women. Uh, we It was exactly the same as what they did for the guys, sitting around a table, talking about several different superstars. Uh, Roxanne, Zoe, Indy, Cora, Fallon, Kiana, Alba Fire, all of those getting mentioned by different people. And what Shawn Michaels said is, right, go away, jot down your five guys, shut, jot down your five girls. I'll look at the lists. I'll make my mind up. I'll make a decision and we'll get the participants sorted. And he, and he thanked them all for coming. So it was a nice way to put some legends on the show. Didn't know how they were going to do it. This, this, this honestly had its highlights. It just didn't blow my mind. Do you know what I mean? Like when you know of all these legends coming on, you do wonder what they're going to do. And uh, it was all right. It was great seeing Alondra Blaze. I, I really like her. I really like all of them, actually. But I really like Alondra. So that was really, really cool. Then we were going to go to a women's tag match. This was going to be Nikita and Caden and Katana taking on Toxic Attraction. You might remember that match was made last week. Well, just as Nikita was about to come out, Zoe wiped her out, chop block from behind and Nikita went down. So we never got to the match at this point. We would get it later. But um, yes, uh, there was an attack from behind. And so uh, we didn't get the match uh, in this moment. Then we got a little video package. And Lyra Valkyria, you might remember from NXT UK. She didn't go by that name. But um, you might remember her from NXT UK. Well, she is coming soon to NXT, which is kind of exciting. Um, she was in like the forest and she was saying that she'd been reborn, reimagined and all this kind of stuff. So Lyra Valkyria is on the way. So it's kind of good. I'm excited by that. Then we got uh, Axiom taking on Javier Bernal. Uh, this kind of played out of that backstage segment we spoke about earlier um, with Axiom picking up the victory. So uh, that's a good win for him. Then we would see Nikita backstage. She was being checked over in the medical area. Uh, basically, they said that she was all right. They gave her the all clear. Um, and so the match was going to go ahead and it was going to be the main event. So, um, yeah, that just, I don't know, they just sort of delayed the match a little bit. But um, obviously, she would be feeling the effects of that chop block. And um, that would obviously play a part during the main event. Uh, this was good. I really like this. This was Apollo and Bron sat down having something to eat and just talking about their forthcoming match. Um, and so, like, they were being really respectful, but they were having something to eat, having something to drink. They were talking about, like, how do you think you're going to beat me? Like, you can't beat me. No one can beat me. And Apollo was like, you know, I'm really pleased to have my issues with Grayson. It's made me hungrier for the title. Like, it was really good. I really like this. And I really like promos and back and forth in different locations. Like sometimes we see someone in a ring and someone in the entranceway. Sometimes we see two people sat down and we see a bit of back and forth there. This was great. This was two guys, friends that respected each other, sat down, having something to eat, but um, still doing the same sort of promos, but just in a different place. Uh, really liked it. Uh, then we got JD taking on Julius. As we said, it would uh, earlier, we said they would have a match. Um, it was all right. It was pretty fun. 
Uh, Indashir, of course, came down and we knew they would. Uh, they came down. Uh, JD was about to hit Julius with a chair. And this is where we would see Sanga knock uh, Julius out of the way. He would protect him and he would take the chair shot instead. Um, and uh, basically he said, I want you 100%. So Indashir want the Creed brothers, but they want them 100%. Then we saw Dijak just talking to Tony. Tony said that he was going to be back in action next week. He said he always has a good relationship with the authorities. And uh, basically, he wants a good relationship with Dijak. And he was trying to get onto his good side. And basically, he said, I will take care of Wesley for you. Because um, Dijak had mentioned that, like, you know, everyone was uh, going to get served justice. And he mentioned a few names. And Wesley was one of them. So Tony was trying to get onto his good side, sort of seemed to work, but um, still get the feeling that Dijak is really a bit of a lone wolf that's going to operate on his own. But either way, this was pretty fun. Then we got the confirmation as to who is going to be in the Iron Survivor Challenge. Shawn Michaels had made his mind up. So it's going to be Grayson Waller, JD McDonough, Carmelo Hayes, and Joe Gacy, which I've only just seen that picture of Joe Gacy. Look at that image of Joe Gacy. Like, there is no way that is correct. Have Like, someone has taken his head and just shoved it on a random body, maybe. Is that even his body? I don't know. But that looks so awkward. I've only just noticed that picture of JD. That's amazing. Um, of, uh, of Joe Gacy. That's amazing. Um, so as we said, those four guys, then in the background, there's going to be an extra person, uh, that gets added. Um, there will be next week. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, for the women, we got Zoe Stark. We've got Cora Jade. We've got Roxanne Perez. We've got Kiana James. And then there's another mystery person. They will be added next week. I still can't get over that Joe Gacy image. Uh, right here. This is, uh, the match next week. So the winner of this goes into uh, that match we just spoke about. So Von Wagner versus Axiom versus Andre Chase. And then the women, Wendy Chu against Fallon Henley against Indy Hartwell. So that's to decide the final entries into the Iron Survivor Challenge. Also next week, a real Christmas story written and performed by Pretty Deadly. That is going to be awful. I'm pretty sure that is going to be a painful segment. Um, and then we get to our main event. So uh, this was quite botchy, to be honest. There was a few moments here that were a little bit off. And um, it ends with Toxic Attraction getting the pin and the win. Uh, Nikita tried for a kick. She couldn't do it. It looked a bit awkward. The end sequence looked a bit awkward. I, I don't know what went wrong here. But yeah, I, I just... This didn't seem great, this main event. Um, but as we said, Gigi Dolan getting the pin, getting the win. Of course, Nikita blamed this loss on her knee injury that she had suffered earlier. And then we would see Zoe Starks watching on, gloating, saying that um, they would be fighting, but they would be fighting on her time. So that's how NXT came to an end. I must admit, I thought it was a really good episode. I was entertained from start to finish. It was great to see the legends. Um, we know what's happening with the Iron Survivor match now. 
Um, lots of stories progressed. Uh, Chase U story, obviously this story. Uh, the Indashir and Creed Brothers story progressed. We got more to do with Dijak. There was no scripts. Uh, there was like loads that went on this show. So I would say this is about like a 725, something like that. Like I was entertained from start to finish. Um, I thought this was really solid. Um, could it be better? Sure, of course it could. Uh, I don't know there was anything in the way of an OMG moment, uh, but I was still thoroughly entertained. So yeah, good stuff. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Thanks a lot for watching. I'll see you again next time. Bye for now.